I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. A casual conversation with a customer at my store led me to realize that I have lived in seven decades. Although I was born in 1966, and I am 56 years old, I have lived in the 1960s, the 1970s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and the 2020s. That's a long time. And I've seen a lot of things happen in that time. I've seen a lot of news stories and celebrities and uh, human interest stories and just all kinds of things. And I thought, well, this would make a good segment for my podcast. I'm always looking for ideas. And I've said that inspiration comes out of the strangest places. So I can't do this on every podcast. And I certainly can't cover that whole time on one podcast. So I'm going to make this a regular feature on my podcast. I'm going to just kind of take certain segments of these decades and talk about them. Today, I'm going to concentrate on the 1960s through, I think, the 2000s. And I've picked five people that were human interest stories or people that made the news that left an impression in my mind and sometimes in my heart. And um, I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to take a break and I'll begin this podcast with the beautiful actress, model, uh, Sharon Tate, who was murdered by the Manson family in the late 1960s. Um, it was one of the first things I can remember happening in my life that truly made a mark on me. So I'm going to take a short break and I'll be right back and we'll talk about Sharon Tate. I'm Leonard Briggs. This is my podcast from my head to your ears. I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. And I'm talking about the decades that I've lived, seven decades of life, which is amazing. There are these stories that I remember about people who became famous because of, mostly because of, uh, they ended up in the news for either a tragedy or, or an accident. Um, they made an impression on me, and I've got five people I'm going to talk about, and the first one is Sharon Tate. Now, Sharon Tate was an actress, model, beautiful young girl who was born in 1943, and she was up and coming in Hollywood. Um, she was in the Valley of the Dolls, uh, the Dean Martin movie, The Wrecking Crew, the Methelm film. She appeared in the Beverly Hillbillies. And uh, she did a movie called The Fearless Vampire Killers with Roman Polanski. And they fell in love and they got married and um, they lived kind of a party life. They were kind of hippies and they would have lots of parties. And she had a lot of famous rich friends. And um, they moved into Terry Melcher's house. Now, Terry Melcher was a music producer and also the son of actress Doris Day and he had produced the Beach Boys among other um, actors and he was approached early on by 
a young man named Charles Manson who presented him with his work. And I believe he was kind of scoffed at. And that, that chance, I don't think it was a chance meeting, that meeting perhaps spurred what was to come. Um, the late 60s were a tumultuous time anywhere. There was all sorts of things going on, good, bad, and indifferent. And the hippie um, culture was at its height. Uh, like I said, I think Roman Polanski and, and uh, Sharon Tate also were kind of involved in that culture, only on the rich side. Um, the Manson family was a group of people who followed Charles Manson, who thought he was Jesus Christ, and he was a very charismatic individual, um, a con artist, basically. He, he was just a little, a little, uh, crook <laughs> who had a great power of convincing people of what he wanted, and these people were probably fueled by, you know, the drugs they were taking, LSD, whatever the drug was at the time. And they pretty well would do anything that he asked them to. And they started on a, on a murdering spree. Um, I believe they killed the LaBianca La family, the uh, couple. And then they set their sights on the house where Terry Melcher lived. Obviously, uh, um, Charles Manson had a had a vindictive spirit on that, and they broke in and they killed Sharon Tate um, on August. I gotta look up the date. It was August of '69, and. Um, it was a brutal murder. They they killed everybody who was there. She had her friends over. Um, Abigail Folger, who was part of the Folger Coffee family, and Jay Sebring, and several other people. And they most brutally murdered Miss Tate, who um, was pregnant at the time. And it was a horrible, horrible crime. I I mean, they killed her and the baby. They used her blood to write pig on the wall. And um, that murder and the capturing of the uh, of Charles Manson and his followers, several of his followers, was a huge story in this 1969 that has become legendary, actually. And I don't think there's anybody since that doesn't know who Charles Manson is. I think even even the younger generation know who that is. And that happened early in my life, and it kind of made everybody scared of hippies. It kind of... It, it actually... We were all in fear of the Manson family. Um, and the sad part was Sharon Tate was well on her way to being a, a really huge celebrity and actress. And it's just a sad, sad, sad story that <sighs> it showed the ugliness of the world to me at a very young age. 
and it made an impression. I've been fascinated with that story all my life. And uh, in the 70s, they did a TV movie about the Manson family um, that is excellent. And it's probably the most definitive uh, documentation movie of that of that event. They've, I think there's been several attempts to redo it, but I think the timing of that, the fact that it was just... Oh, five years later, I think the, it was still fresh in people's minds, and um, the actors in that were excellent. It just, uh, it, it's Helter Skelter is the movie, and it's available on on um, DVD, I believe. You can get it fairly cheap. It was, it, for a TV movie, it was really quite, oh, done very well, and... Um, the actor who played um, Charles Manson nailed it. And for the life of me right now, while I'm recording this, I can't think of his name. Um, I'll get back to you on that. I've got so many notes on this. <laughs> I don't usually do notes, but I wanted to get it right. Um, there's a book written on this, Helter Skelter. Of course, Manson believed that... Uh, well, he didn't believe he wanted to start the revolution with the uh, black people versus the white people. And as it all turned out, Manson, the, the trial of the Manson family is as interesting and enthralling as anything you'll ever read about or in the movie to see. It just was insane. These people were just <clears throat> ridiculous, <laughs> needless to say. Uh, Manson ended up dying in prison, as did a few of his followers that were in prison, and one was just released, which really, really baffles me that they released her. But that's just the way it is. But Sharon Tate was probably, like I said, the first, tragedy that I can remember on television um, here I am all these years later and I still I really I took notes but I really the the story itself is still fresh in my mind and I was not even three years old when this happened so that shows you what a big story that was but uh, I'm going to take a break and we're going to talk about um another person that um, made an impression on me and I'll be right back I'm Leonard Riggs this is From My Head to Your Ears I'm Leonard Riggs and I'm back and I'm talking about people who made an impression on me because they made the news due to a crime or, or a human interest story um, I was talking about Sharon Tate and the unfortunate life she had being murdered by the Manson family. And the second crazy story I remember as a child um, was the kidnapping of um, William Randolph Hearst's granddaughter, Patty, Patty Hearst, um, in 1974 by the Siamese Liberation Army, who was a terrorist group. And... It seems like the this time frame 
I the world was insane with these groups and cults and everything. And it was just a sign of our tumultuous times. A lot of times we go back and think, oh, what a great time that was and what a wonderful time that was. But the world was as crazy back then as it is now, trust me. And Patty Hearst was only 19 when she was kidnapped in 1974. And the story got incredibly crazy because she began showing up in surveillance cameras where she was working with this group robbing banks and committing crimes and they went on a crime spree and um, this went on for almost two years and there was a picture of Patty Hearst uh, in front of the flag of this group that surfaced and it was insane it just was the whole story was just bizarre and they finally captured her and the group and the family tried tried like hell and Patty herself uh, tried to say she was uh, abused and and, uh, forced into uh, cooperating with the group and doing these crimes but the jury didn't buy it and she was convicted um, of the crimes and with a huge long sentence almost a life sentence and uh, she maintained her innocence and later with her her sentence was uh, commuted by President uh, Jimmy Carter in the late 70s. And eventually she was pardoned altogether by Bill Clinton when he was in office years later. And uh, I, uh, she became a, a celebrity. She started a few John Waters movies, including Crybaby, and appeared on television and um, a story was filmed of her her story, and um, she she lives this day, and the story is just lives in infamy. Uh, is one of the most bizarre things I can remember. The next person I want to talk about, it's more of a tragedy. Uh, the little boy Adam Walsh. Um, and I'm going to take a break and I'll talk about him more at length. And I'm Leonard Briggs. This is From My Head to Your Ears. I'm Leonard Riggs and this is my podcast From My Head to Your Ears. And I'm talking about people who were uh, made famous due to news stories whether it be good, bad, or horrible. And this one is a tragedy. Um, Really, really left a deep impression on my heart because it was so horrible. Um, A young boy named Adam Walsh went to the mall with his mother in Florida in July of 1981, and she left him playing the video games or watching the video games and went about her business. It was a normal summer day in Florida, and nothing much was thought about and worried about. When I was a kid, we wandered the mall all the time by ourselves. I was very young and allowed to, my mom would give me $5 and I would go to the toy store by myself. So it wasn't uncommon or considered bad parenting to do stuff because we were, oh, we were believing that it was safe. 
and it was a safe environment, so she didn't think much about it. And then uh, when she went to find her son, he was gone, and panic set in, and she began frantically searching all over the mall and uh, could not find him, and the people there and remember seeing him, but they didn't have a good description. I think as it turned out, one of the security guards made him leave the store for one reason or another to go outside and wait. And while he was out there, um, someone kidnapped him. And it became a riveting story. And John Walsh and his wife, Revae, were um, appearing on the news. And they were frantic and devastated and um, this just didn't happen to normal everyday people. This was just a horrible story and I believe I believe it was just a few weeks later they found their head. They had appeared on Good Morning America pleading uh, someone to come forward with their son and they found his just his head, not his body, and um, obviously someone had murdered him, and um, the family was just devastated, as was the rest of the country. It just was a sad, sad story, and it kind of made everybody realize to pay more attention to your kids. It's not The world is not as safe as we thought it was. But um, John Walsh um, later became an advocate for victims of violent crimes and put his uh, kind of unintended celebrity to use and began hosting America's Most Wanted um, and became famous as a TV host. That show was really popular in its time. As a matter of fact, one of our former WPSD hosts, David Rose, or anchors, he was the morning anchor in WPSD in the early 90s, host Washington's Most Wanted. Uh, he works the news there in Seattle, Washington, and he does that. Just a little side note, but the Adam Walsh story was just the picture of him in his baseball cap and holding his, he just was an average American kid and it shows this could happen to anybody and to watch your children it's just a tragedy I think a later a man named Otis Toole came forward and admitted to the crime even Jeffrey Dahmer was a suspect in this crime uh, he was around that area uh, but Otis Toole claims to have done it and uh, had details that fit the crime, but for some reason or another, he never was convicted of the crime. Uh, so it, it really has never been solved officially, but that's, I believe everybody believes Otis Tool was the man that killed him. Uh, yeah, it just made a huge impression on my mind, and Sadly, to become famous for that reason is awful. Sorry I'm being such a downer, but these stories really... I think I think that story in particular uh, made people a little more leery of letting their children run loose in malls and things. 
kind of deprived us of our innocence and naivety of uh, how safe our kids were. It was one of those events, you know, later the school shootings and stuff, but that was a big tragedy that I'll never forget. And I'm going to take a break and we're going to cover um, another tragedy. I'm sorry, I wish I had happier endings. At least one of my stories has a happy ending, but it wasn't this one, unfortunately. I will be right back. I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. And today I'm talking about people who made the news in the early part of my life, in the early decades, that made an impression on me. Now, they were either stories of tragedy or crime, mostly, but this story um, sticks out in my mind about a little girl who was worried about world peace and wrote to the newly elected leader of Russia, Yuri Andropov, about how she was worried about a war with Russia, and he invited her to come to the to, to Russia and visit, and her parents let her go, and it made the news. Her name was Samantha Smith, and she was just 10 years old when she wrote the letter. And at that time, a war with Russia was a huge fear amongst our populace, uh, it was a very scary time. Just the thought of a nuclear war and what would happen to us if we had one would just be total devastation. So the visit went really well and she became an instant celebrity in her state of Maine and the United States and in Russia. And she was invited to be on The Tonight Show, among other places. And she was a very pretty little girl, a very strikingly pretty little girl. She always reminded me of a little girl that used to be my girlfriend when I was in the first grade. She had little twinkly eyes and a nice smile, and she was just this pretty little girl and charming. And, of course, that didn't go unrecognized by Hollywood, and she was invited to host TV shows and, in her early teens, even uh, got a TV show with Robert Wagner called Lime Street and filmed three episodes. But, unfortunately... Samantha was killed in a plane crash along with her father, um, tragically. Uh, I think it was in the mid-80s, 85. So I believe she was uh, 12 or 13. And I'll never forget that little girl. She just... The whole story was so sweet, and I was so sad when she passed. Uh... Again, one of those American tragedies, and I'm glad to I'm glad to remind people of her because I always thought as people have forgotten about her, that was such a sweet story of its of its time, and I I'm just really sad. Makes one wonder what would have happened um, had she lived, had that show become popular or whatever. We could still be she could be all grown up now. Uh, but they eventually, the show did air, but uh, they just canceled the show because they just didn't want to go on with it because it was so sad. So that just left a huge impression on me. What a tragedy. 
Um, I'll be right back with a story that's a little less tragic and a little, uh, a little more a happy ending. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is From My Head to Your Ears. Litter Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears, and I'm talking about the seven decades I've lived in, and in this podcast, I'm talking about people who made the news in the first, oh, few decades that I lived that made an impression on me, and the following story is more of a happy ending um, story. It's not a tragedy per se, although it is tragic what happened. But it, it ended well. Uh, pardon the pun here. It, I'm talking about baby Jessica who fell in a eight inch around well in her aunt's backyard in Midland, Texas, and slid down 22 feet and was trapped, stuck in this well for, I think, almost two days. And the story spread like wildfire across the world, really, and was covered by news agencies all over the world. And people were gripped by this rescue attempt to get this little girl out of this tiny space. And I remember watching intently. I worked... No, I wasn't working then, actually. I remember watching CNN, who had round-the-clock coverage of, of the event. And... Uh, it was really gripping television to watch this, and uh, when she, they finally, they had to really figure out how to reach her so down, so far down into the earth in this little tube, and that alone was just crazy. And I remember, I don't remember all the details of this story, but I remember somehow a man who had no collarbones could contort himself to fit into the space to grab this little girl who was singing Winnie the Pooh. They could hear her singing this Winnie the Pooh song, which is so adorable. And they finally did rescue her. Oh, how many hours was that? I wrote it down. Oh, she was trapped 58 hours, actually, which is... Oh, which is horrifying to me. I am very claustrophobic, and I think that's why the story gripped me, because the thought of that little baby in that little space, I would have I would have passed out that she was a little trooper. And, of course, like I said, this story had a happy ending. She was rescued, and um, now she's an adult woman with kids, and... They do do follow-up stories on her every now and then, uh, but she remains out of the spotlight as a general rule and is just an average person out there. But for just a little while in 1987, uh, everybody knew who she was. And that was actually a horrible story that started out and ended up being a wonderful story about how everybody came together to rescue this little sweet little girl. And uh, I think about that story often. Every time I'm in a space, I think of that little baby. Uh, I just, 
that would just horrify me to be trapped in a little space like that. But uh, I'm going to take a break and I have one more story and not a great, not a, not a happy ending in this next one. But I think we still talk about this next one to this day. I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back. Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears, and I'm talking about people who made the news in the first few decades of my life that left a huge impression in my mind and some in my heart. Um, The news stories range from horrific tragedies to accidents to even one with a happy ending. And this one has no ending, and it's certainly not happy, and a lot of people still remember this. Uh, it happened 27 years ago, um, around Christmas time in 1996, and it was the disappearance of Jean Benet Ramsey um, from uh, the family home in Boulder, Colorado. Um, she was reported missing, and they later found her body in the basement of the home by her father while searching for her and the mother claimed later Patsy Ramsey was her name that uh, she received a ransom note um, about her child and it was a very bizarre is a very bizarre story Um, the parents were questioned and the mother uh, Patsy was a former beauty queen and she entered John Bonet and several child beauty queen uh, contests and I believe she won a few and the whole story just was bizarre they were not a they were kind of an affluent family um, he was a businessman and Patsy was like I said a former beauty queen and it captivated the whole world again uh, what happened to John Benet Ramsey who killed her uh, they found her strangled, and there was even allegations that she may have been sexually assaulted. Uh, it just was an ugly, ugly story. Who did it? Uh, there was trials and hearings, and the story went on and on and on. And unfortunately, to this day, there is no resolution to this story. Uh, still a cold case. I believe it's a cold case now. Um, but it goes to show you, especially with children, uh, that this world is not safe, not even in your own home. Uh, that pictures of JonBenet were plastered everywhere, and uh, I think also it shined a light on those beauty queen, child beauty queen, uh, uh, contests where these children were made up to look like superstar models at an early age Uh, it was all really a very odd story and uh, a tabloids had a time with it and the parents were raked through coals and uh, like I said never it was never um, never solved but it, it certainly it certainly uh, 
has remained in my mind for years and years and years now. I can't believe it was pushing 30 years ago. It was such a popular story, and every now and then it pops up again in the news. So that's the five people I wanted to cover in this segment. Again, I said this this is going to be a regular segment with me, and uh, at times I'll talk about other things. Maybe next time I'll do news stories from the decades that I've lived or celebrity stories or whatever, but I I think it's uh, I think it for myself, I just can't believe what all I've seen and how much I've taken in from the last seven decades that I've lived in. And I hope you found this interesting. I hope it jogged your memory on a few things. And maybe you just heard these stories for the first time if you're a youngster. Um, but I'm going to take a break and I'm going to wrap this up. And I'm Leonard Riggs. Thank you for listening to my podcast. From my head to your ears, I'll be right back. I'm back. I'm Leonard Riggs. And this is my podcast from my head to your ears. And I want to thank you for listening. Um, I'm excited about this uh, idea I've got about the decades. I plan to do this, oh, regularly. I don't know, once a month, once every two months. But um, I think a lot of interesting things have happened in the seven decades that I have lived. And today's segment with uh, the people that touched my lives, who made the news for whatever reason, whether it been a tragedy or crime or um, an accident. Uh, I hope if you've never heard these stories, I hope I enlighten you and maybe you could check them out. I'm sorry I didn't talk more at length about things. I wanted to keep this podcast at a reasonable amount of time. I don't want to take people's time up too much. Uh, I think an, less, an hour or less is just the proper... Uh, time for a podcast. I don't want to go too far. I don't think anybody wants to put up with me any longer than that. So (laughs) sorry if my segments were a little short, but at least I hope I jogged your memories about these things. And if you want to know more about them, uh, research them on Google or, or there's books and there's all sorts of source material to go look these people up there. These stories were all fascinating uh, in their own right. And, um, they happened when I was alive and I was there when they unfolded. That's what makes it so interesting to me. And uh, especially the Samantha Smith story, that that is so tragic. And the Adam Walsh story also. Those little children did deserve, and well, really, all these stories. Uh, nobody asked for what happened to them. And it goes to show you even rich people and poor people alike can have tragedies happen to them. So appreciate what you got and uh, hope you never make the news. <laughs> so I'm going to wrap this up, like I said, and uh, I'm Leonard Riggs. This is from my head to your ears. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to my podcast. I love doing this and I will continue doing this if I have just one listener. That's a promise and a threat. <laughs> Until next time, y'all take care and uh, God bless all of you.
Thank you.